0: Attention, the movie guys love movies. Any comments about an NBC News anchor who was 160 confirmed sniper kills in the Iraq war, making him the deadliest sniper in the NBC press corps history, are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, Brian Williams?
1: That's called jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, that's
2: a verbal meme.
1: <laughs> you know <laughs> what? Dude, The memes went out right away on that guy. Oh, my Brian Williams. I
0: would immediately, if I were Brian Williams, I would absolutely be saying stuff like, I discovered the cure for cancer. Mm. I was the one who did all the sniper attacks. I was the At one. At this point, he's just yeah.
1: auditioning for the Daily Show team, just,
0: right?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. lie about everything. Take the, credit for everything.
3: Well, Jon Stewart had this really weird defense of him. He, he said, it's a sin, but not a crime. Not necessarily something he should lose his job over. No, you're a reporter. Your job is to be as truthful and honest and factual as possible, not to kind of stretch the but truth. I'm with that, but be now, consistent.
1: He's gotta be the first of many people who gotta go.
3: Well yeah, Dan Rather Dan Rather lost his job.
1: When I know, he, when but I, he think up I think it's document. only the network guys who get held yeah, that. The yeah,
2: cable yeah. guys just go off and have their own That's because the
0: cable's not saying by, clearly, they're doing news. They're doing personality-driven There talk you shows. go. Yeah, 24 clearly, hours
2: of pundits. You can be an actual policymaker, a vice president, say all kinds of shit that wasn't <laughs> true, and you're still out there talking. Well, that's on the point. Years. We
3: don't expect them to be truthful.
1: Yeah, yeah. We expect our nightly news to be truthful. And I just yeah. found out this year something, you know, years into my life, many years.
4: Oh, yes. Uh, many, decades. Many years. Decades, if you will. That
1: When the Supreme Court has to come to a decision, they write a huge thing explaining it. When a congressman makes a vote, he just goes, that's it, it's because I wanted to... (laughs) You know, which mainly means you were bought. (laughs) But even John Roberts has to describe in full detail why they Uh came to the decision they came to.
2: Here it be known, that (laughs) thy knoweth, they have to say... uh, They put on their wigs. wigs, uh, They put the ETH at the end of everything. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Very, Very, very official. Well, welcome
1: to the movie showcast, everybody. The... Politics version. Uh, Part of the vast and and sprawling movie guy's empire. (laughs) (coughs) We ain't nobody, dork. Ah. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, characters, bits, special guests, and more as we broadcast from the Admirals Club in the heart of Burbank Airport's flyover zone. They don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week on iTunes, SoundCloud, Vimeo, Funny or Die, Pulpepic.com, Stitcher. Wow. player.fm the movieguys.net of course absolutely free and we encourage you to subscribe Wherever you can. Show sure your fandom. Uh, especially on iTunes. And if you do, Paul, st- I have a question. Yes. How much would that be? There's still no charge. <laughs> wow. Bart, no charge.
2: Quite How about if they leave a review? Does that cost money? No. Fully. Whoa. Wow. They should probably Maybe do that. They Maybe they could they should group say, on. We will good. give you half off yes? if you leave a review. <laughs> <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Please see the podcast Bursar yeah. for a full. Oh, we're time. also
1: on WBAD.net Fridays at four PM Eastern, the Internet Radio Station, so we're out there. That's the point. I'm your host for the hardest working podcast on the Airwaves, Paul Press and here with Bart Caius. As it turns out, I am the droid you're looking for. (laughs) Adam Witt. I ain't paying 50 cents for no coke. (laughs) And Karen Volpe.
0: Dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria.
1: And it's a big week for fans of British author E.L. James and her novel Fifty Shades of Grey. So joining us later in the program will be the novel's audiobook narrator, Becca Batone. Topical! The dulcet tones of Becca or, or anything tone. besides tones, dulcet. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard undulcet tones. Yeah. I
0: haven't heard, like, the dulcet cupcake. No. The dulcet tones. Why has so, no band ever been called that? They it's might be.
1: Like a bunch of singers? <laughs> that would be great. Oh, it's got to be weddings and jazz. <laughs> and <Right>. jazz only. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. We've got uh, to get to the bottom of... Um, Everything coming out this weekend, as we always do. So let's talk about the new releases. Uh, now, looking at the dismal box office performance of last week's 7th Sun and Jupiter Ascending, you'd think it's still January. But I think the new movies of 2015 are really starting this weekend. Oh. Finally. Oh, okay, really, fine. you should have spent January watching the Oscar movies left over from December, yeah. right? Uh, so now we're getting Kingsman the Secret Service here to wash the Mordecai out of your mouth, and as we mentioned before.
5: Do you have any interests outside of work?
1: What about you? I'd like to know more about you.
4: There's really not much to know about me. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I am. Oh,
1: they gonna get it up? Oh my God! They're
4: you gonna know?
1: have
0: sex.
4: <laughs> sex.
1: It's
0: actual I'll sex. i
3: wait
0: till you do the preview. Yeah. Okay. I have a lot to say. <laughs> do you really?
1: Okay. Are you, Are you excited
3: read? about it? No. No.
0: Oh my God, no! Is it be- I'll tell you more later. Oh, really? Oh no! But it's
2: for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And, and, you're, the, and they're you're going you're a going female. You're supposed <laughs> to. <laughs> be
0: I'm excited. also a female who has plenty of sex. I'm just saying.
2: Wait a minute.
3: Yeah. Do you
0: know about this? Explain <laughs> yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just saying.
1: Uh, Before we get into our previews, I just want to bring eh? up Rotoflix. I'm wearing the Rotoflix t-shirt today because the season is winding down as we have only the Oscars left. If you don't know Rotoflix, that's with an X.com. Who's
2: winning? I am.
0: Paul is. But it's kind of tough. There's no room for movement in this league of Rotoflix. I think it's different than the league over the summer, which I like better because you're able to actually look ahead and go, okay... This is where I'm at in the standings. But I can take and change these people. Those people are going to come into play later. I can ch- t- change those people. There's a bigger pool, so you're able to negotiate. But now there's only four people winning, well, and then you're done. I should make a big them. explanation.
2: This is fantasy football <laughs> yeah. for movies. It's, it's Sorry. Fantasy, fantasy for the so, award season. But if you pick a dog you know, early, you're, you're stuck. But nothing it's, to do. The interesting thing about this one, as opposed to the summer, in the summer you can guarantee the week that Godzilla comes out, it's going to play strong. It's, it's Maybe we will play but the second week. Where, but you can make a plan. Yeah, this one, like, you know, you you would think that Angelina Jolie War movie might have played because it could have got an Oscar nomination, or like, you no, know, it didn't. That Selma would, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. I but say but There's, is, there's a lot of
1: surprises.
2: I say angrily as she I, sits on my bench.
0: I guess what I'm saying is there's no way to have a strategy <laughs> other than I hope I accidentally pick a couple of people that are good and then play them. Because once you've picked people that you might have thought had a lot going in and there was no way to know an American Sniper was going to come out. And so be, big, right? Yeah. yeah. So then, whoever accidentally that, had that is going to do great. Yeah, well,
1: there you go. That's that's
2: something. That's but a you're not change doing a
0: purpose. I'm just saying there's not a lot of finesse.
2: Like Grand Budapest Hotel had to get a bump because nobody was expecting that to get nominated for all these stuff. Yeah. You know? So yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And now, but but a lot changes with the Oscars though. So don't I get too so. down on it yet because I've that's managed- when the most points are rewarded per win. Oh, all right. So someone could like win.
0: You know, you could have an Adrian do, Brody
1: this year, and you get a hundred points, and then you're in the running.
0: What I did do because I found that this made me feel just better about being second to the last place is I was second to last place, and I said, you know what? If I'm not going to win this game anyway, I'm going to at least have everybody in my lineup that I like. So I got on there, and I was able to get Sandra Bullock. I wasn't able to get Ghostbusters; that wasn't it was an option. But I was able to get a bunch of movies and stuff I liked. Then I just played all that, and I moved up. The next time, for some reason.
2: You played Ghostbusters in the current <laughs> award season? I tried. She got <laughs> okay. no points. Does I video got no count? points. No. Because, you know, Birdman's on video right, right? now. Grand Punta no. no, Hotel. it doesn't. Okay. No.
0: But it made me feel better when I look at my sense. lineup. I was like, I like all those people.
1: Oh, I should also mention, I think this is, Karen and I were talking about this because we don't mention it enough. Season three of Season the movie showcase. Oh, it was a drill. isn't that you think? cool? I don't know. We started in May did 2013. Oh, the audience is applauding. Yeah. But then I, we had the Toad Hop years, which could be season one.
3: We're right. doing so this a
2: lot longer. I than consider that. season one the one where we did the shorts that we. We're in season five. I think we're in so. season five. Season five of the movie. Season guys. two yes. is, yes. is oh. Toad Hop. Oh no! Season two is Second City. Second season City, three, three is Toad, toad Hop. hop. And this is season four, but we've done it so long. We're now into season, season five. five.
3: <laughs> you know what that means? Syndication. We've nice! got. A, we've got enough. Episodes Syndicated.
0: for syndication. I can finally buy a house. Jackpot. All right, well,
1: listen. Let, since we're in, a, we don't want to, things to go stale. We're going to introduce a new segment.
0: Oh, good. Ooh, All right, nice we
1: pretty stuff. much end every show, as you we know, done with, that's with since uh, season four. <laughs> 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 we pretty much end every show with Karen's birthdays, yeah. as you yeah. know. Yeah, sure. And it pains me to be the deliverer of, of bad news, but we have to start this week's shows with Uh-oh. something called Paul's death days. Death Valley days. <laughs>
2: Bit is this? What in the bit is this? It's still pretty exciting music, though. It's oh, it's on a really. special piece of paper we can't well, see. thats it is. Absolutely Surprise, uh,
1: Starting off this week's celebrity deaths, we <laughs> often uh, give love to this character. As we as this Walter week Mathau, right? saw died? the death of actor Richard Bonehill, who played Nime Numb. Oh, he in did Return die. of the Jedi, Nine
2: Num did die. Legendary this week. co-pilot to Lando Calrissian. <laughs> now
1: Bonehill was only sixty-seven <laughs> years old, sadly, but he'll be—I'll <laughs> be your Nine Num for the rest of the show. It <laughs> was accurate. Okay. He will be remembered as an expert swordsman and horseman, neither skill on display as Nine Num. <laughs> but daddle, it was after daddle. Return of the Jedi that Nine Num got his due, as shown in an old movie guys' bit we'd like oh, to yeah, revisit we did. here. Uh, here is Nine Nun, after Return of the oh, Jedi, he managed bit. to land himself apart huh. in swingers. 8-18,
4: <laughs> 3-1-0. Nice.
3: So how long do I wait to call <laughs> So
4: two days. Two days. <laughs>
3: yeah, two days is like industry standard. <laughs> yeah, well, but two's enough not to look anxious. Well, how long are you guys going to wait to call your babies?
4: <laughs> Please.
3: I
1: remember that. Oh, uh, and bit. then he went on to get that part in Scream too.
5: Uh, hello. <laughs>
4: oh my God, what? that's ridiculous.
5: Why do you want to know my name?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> oh, look, I gotta go. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs>
1: There's nine None in his uh, various inc- incarnations. <laughs> now he's dead. Oh. We did all that to remember, of course, that although Richard Bonehill played nine None, it was Kip Sang Rotich who did The Voice, so we weren't even accurately oh, remembering I Richard know. Bonehill there. Didn't but there's know. no uh, information, really, internet-wise on Kip Sang Rotich, so we don't know if he's <laughs> he dead or could alive. Could be dead or alive. Right? Yeah, also passed away this week at 98 years old, Ed Sable, founder of...
2: Of NFL films.
1: Oh, no,
3: now anyone? I thought that was Steve Sable. Oh, well, Steve's the son. Ed, the Steve
2: is the son. the son. John Sable. He was the hero for Hire, right? Oh, sorry, that's a.
1: Is that a comic reference? That's a comic <laughs> reference. Again, you the, anyone <laughs> who <laughs> listens to the movie Showcast regularly knows that there's nothing more fun than oh. saying anything to the NFL films music. So uh-huh. we honor Ed Sable with this reading of the actors nominated for Best Actor and oh, Actress awesome. at Excellent. this year's Academy <laughs> <Excellent>. Awards. <laughs> The Oscar Campaign It's a long, cold, grueling trek that hits the finish line at the Dolby Theater on February 22nd As Hollywood's elite clamor for the gold statue with their name on it The Best Actor and Actress Nominees for 2015 are Steve Carell Bradley Cooper
0: Benedict Cumberbatch
1: Michael Keaton Eddie Redmayne Marion Cotillard Felicity Jones Julianne Moore Rosamund Pike (laughs) Reese
3: Witherspoon And Richard Dent (laughs) (laughs) Jack Lambert
4: Steve
1: Singleton And Golden Tate (laughs) (laughs) YA Tittle So, anyway. Kip Singh Rodich.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Good none. guy. Good girl. Night
1: for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ooh, dad, ooh, dad, ooh, Anyway, dad, he's dead. Anyway, he's dead. I love there go. Oh, So, anyway, bad. he's dead. But that, that was fun. That. that was fun. You um. can read anything. Ingredients for stuff doesn't matter. Always more entertaining like when the NFL film's music is underneath it.
2: I like the death days.
1: That's death a good bit. days. <laughs> yeah. Well, well Paul's death days. Here, let's just hope people keep dying. I wish bring that, back. <laughs> uh, we could take that
0: da-da-da-da and da, da, put it in minor.
1: slow the whole da, thing yeah, down. That'd be nice. And put it in harpsichord. Yeah. All right, let's get to our first film of the weekend, which answers the eternal question. Mommy, where do spies come from? Why Great Britain, of course. It's Kingsman... The Secret Service. Adam, let's tell the people what it's about. <laughs> Following on the success of last year's Jersey Boys and Get On Up, the James Brown biopic, Comes the Kingsman, the story of the band that brought us the famed party anthem, Louie Louie.
2: No matter how inevitable, this is not that. Oh, damn. <laughs> the Kingsman, Secret Service, tells the story of Eggsy, a young boy who has no idea how to come up with a cool codename.
4: Eggie works.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Reference. No big thing. The spy he replaced was named Lancelot.
4: Lancelot Link, secret champ.
2: Okay, enough of that. (laughs) When Eggsy gets himself in trouble, he finds out that his father was once part of an independent underground international intelligence agency who disguise themselves as British fops. Hmm. A Kingsman
1: is a highly trained spy operating at the highest level of discretion and very gentlemanly, so expect a lot
2: of, pardon me, governor, right before someone gets stabbed in the throat with a pen. (laughs) They're everything James Bond used to be before he got respectable. Contraptions, villainous lairs, and plots to destroy the world. Their weapons are of the Britishest kind, sniper-firing umbrellas, grenade lighters, and deadly breakfasts that include baked beans.
1: If it seems like the Kingsmen are part James Bond and part Kick-Ass, that makes sense, since it was created by Mark Millar, who co-wrote the
2: comic book Kick-Ass. Based on a book! Continue. Thank you, (laughs) Bart. And was directed by Matthew Vaughn, director of Kick-Ass and X-Men First Class, who tried to squeeze James Bond into every corner of that white submarine in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) And just in case you're unaware
1: who Matthew Vaughn is, he's married to and has had three kids with Claudia Schiffer. Hmm. Has probably had actual sex with her more than you've had fantasy sex (laughs) with her. So we understand if you don't see this movie
2: out of jealousy. The Kingsmen have to stop a villainous plot by Richmond Valentine, played by Samuel L. Jackson who was clearly directed by Matthew Vaughn to be as Sam Jackson as possible. If you get blood on the carpet, you have to take the carpet up! (laughs) Can't stand the sight of blood. Go the fuck to sleep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That last part might have been. Oh, it wasn't from the movie? Uh, But it doesn't take long
2: for things to get all (laughs) gadgety and explodey. The cast features many cast members from some of our favorite and beloved superhero movies. Also Mark Strong from Green Lantern. Uh determined
1: to pull the best cast members from our favorite superhero movies, including Colin Firth as Michael Caine, and Batman's Michael Caine himself, who in this scene convinces Brad Pitt to give up
3: his children for a life of fighting crime. So, Master, Master Brad, you have to stop having so many babies. You've got 18 already. I feel like that's enough. I don't think you need any more. Yeah, but listen, Angie thinks they're cute, and honestly, I think they're cute too. I don't know all their names. Oh my God. But, man, <laughs> let's just keep doing it, right? I mean, like, worst comes to worst. We'll give the babies away. We'll do a potluck convention. We'll, like, get them all out. Whatever. We'll do, like, a silent auction, yeah? Whatever. Right.
2: Oh. RossMarquan.com. Oh. Find him on Twitter. Yeah. That guy, Whatever that RossMarquan. God, who can find thought him. to do Brad Pitt? Thank you oh, so much brilliant. for okay. all of the things we keep oh. playing over and over. Wonderful. Mark Hamill's triumphant return to the big screen is? Well, sidetracked a bit as he stars here as Professor Arnold. That <laughs> We'll have to keep waiting for Star Wars Episode VII, The
1: Force Awakens, from Mark Hamill's triumphant return ah. to the big screen. Until then, like we said, he's in Kingsman.
2: Sophia Butella plays a trained assassin with no legs, giving new definition to the word handy-capable. That'd be a good code name for her, actually. But instead of some boring old army surplus prosthetics, her character, Gazelle, has swords for legs that she uses to lop off heads and limbs of her enemy. So let that be a lesson to you kids out there. Even cripples can kill people.
4: <laughs>
1: there you go, that's it. Uh, that's Kingsman, the Secret Service. That looks like a stylish action film. A movie I've been saying for four or five months now is the great bringer togetherer. That's uh-huh. that's a that's not a glamorous way to describe it, but it's the bringerer togetherer of everybody because
4: yes.
1: Valentine's Day. You want to do something with your girl? Ah, your girl doesn't want to do action movies. She likes Colin Firth movies. Hey. You know what? We got a Colin Firth action movie. Everybody's happy. Yep. Everybody's laid. It's Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is going to be the best Valentine's Day you've had in a while, right? Karen right? wants to go see The Kingsman. Right. Well, Karen
1: and has sex all the time. Apparently, yeah. so it
2: doesn't matter. We can watch, you know. As soon as we find out who she's out. doing that with, we're going to beat the shit out of him. And
1: then go
0: to The Kingsman. Oh, I'll
1: get The
2: Kingsman. <laughs> yeah, he's on probably it? waiting there for you.
0: I wish Colin Firth were in Fifty Shades of Grey. Then I'd be more excited about that. Didn't they uh,
3: run through like a bunch of guys before they f- settled on what's-his-nuts?
0: I don't even know that guy.
3: <laughs> what is his nuts? Yeah. <laughs> How apropos. Jamie, Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dornan. Dornan. Yeah. Jamie Dornan.
0: Now, what's he from? from?
3: He's from a television show called The Fall.
0: Right. Oh.
1: They all come from Game of Thrones, right? He's also a model, and he was in... Becca's chiming in from the green room. She keeps chomping at the bit to get in here. I and know. Too. It's yeah, very well, exciting. She, well, chomping she at the her... bit.
3: That's very appropriate. Yeah, she's yeah, chomping right? at the oh, leather-studded oh, bit. At the ball gag. She's choking <laughs> on the ball gag that to get in, chom- in here. <laughs> 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 she's wiggling the butt plug to sit down. She's uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's chewing at the leash to get on the mic. I don't know. <laughs> Damn, screw this. I'll be in agreement, <laughs> guys. <laughs> Boy, something's got <laughs> you whipped <laughs> into a
2: frenzy.
0: So here's something kind of exciting that I found out when I was driving my car. Don't
3: handcuff me with all these jokes.
0: I'm going to keep going, Lisa.
2: Yeah, so stick a dick in your mouth. (laughs) I don't know. I ran out of (laughs) them.
0: That's all right. (laughs) See, that's the kind of sex talk I like.
2: Uh -uh, Stick stick Stick
0: a dick in that guy's mouth. um, so I was uh, sitting behind a bus, and I could see the bus signs were all over about.
2: The bus that I was on with all the crazy people. Yeah, Go ahead. Adam was <laughs> in the bus. Chances and up.
0: on the side, they had all the Kingsman photos of all the advertisements. And then there's just, I don't know how it is in the rest of the world, but right now, there's Kingsman stuff everywhere, which is awesome. And there's so many different pictures. And so there's one of Colin Firth, and he's with a doggy. Yeah, they couldn't make it more the awesome. The poster has
1: Colin <laughs> Firth, Michael Caine, the and chick a with the scissor dog. and then they got a dog in there. It's a the great movie. so, it's going to be some ever. comedy, some adorable shit. I'm telling you, honey, the movie <laughs> is for everybody and everything all the time.
0: Pretty exciting, but the dog is also a bum, right? <laughs> <laughs> the dog just also just turn its collar. And, yeah. He has some sort of. I always gadgets. thought that
3: that would be a great plot device of. Strapping a bomb to a dog and having him run out into the presidential cavalcade and blow mm. up the limousine, but then everyone would get upset because the dog you died. You
0: can't kill a dog, right? You can't do you can that. You could do right. that on a little kid. I'd be okay with you that. You could shove a toddler <laughs> down yeah, the yeah. stairs, and it's nope.
3: an actual plot device,
2: right?
0: Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. that be pretty clever? Oh, this is the funniest <laughs>
2: show ever. Isn't there a movie where they train dolphins to to? Oh yeah, to, to uh, uh, take yeah. Austin gl- Powers bombs <laughs> <and
4: lights. laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. When all else fails, if you're trying to think of a movie, it's probably Austin Powers. Austin
3: Powers. I'm going to see the shit out of
1: the Kingsman, though, just so everybody knows. Matthew Vaughn is so great. Uh,
3: Which one's he? So X-Men kick First Class. And Kick-Ass. He's the kid. No, no, he's, he's the, the street, street director. He's director. The wise, the wise cracking street kid. No, that we no, no one, one knows thinks. who that kid is. Yeah. yeah, But he'll probably be the star of the
0: movie. He was probably the star oh. of Fifty Shades of Grey.
1: But, what? because this is how Hollywood works, they're already talking about him for
3: Spider-Man. Oh, oh wow. No. Now it seems that so because the, they're re- looking at everybody right
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> they're they're looking, looking at everybody. At everybody. Me. Yeah. I'm probably. Up for it. Who knows?
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, I read online this one of the synopsis for Kingsman it's, it's you know it's a streetwise kid who, you know, wisecracking kid, street kid who's going to save the world. Yeah. It Doesn't always seem like it's the guy that no one expects is going to be the guy to save the world that saves the world right and so you have this whole academy of highly skilled assassins and oh it's just this wise cracking street kid we should have a school for just wise cracking street kids and, and villains <laughs> it's time to refocus your attention
1: Yeah, exactly. on the street kids on the wise street kids yeah.
2: this is the one's going to cause oh you oh my trouble.
0: god even disney did that with aladdin it's all right? crazy right oh,
2: okay but well, wouldn't that make your job like just shitty if like they had to keep bringing in wise cracking street kids to like you know work the accounts <laughs> uh, or edit this or know, shoot that or whatever I, 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 who's going to uh, balance these books
0: <laughs> hey ex- what's up pops <laughs> oh exactly what they would do with acting. Because you have all these yeah. people who went to school well, you're for right. Those trains. are wisecracking kids. <laughs> <trains>. And then <laughs> in comes a wisecracking street kid to take your job.
1: <laughs> Where's the kid from Somalia <laughs> right. to, to go ahead and oh, star in like Captain like Phillips? you. Oh, you're going to be in my reality show. Oh, oh. hell no. I'm <laughs> Bravo. Oh, oh shit. Now yeah. they're a millionaire. I think that's a show. Oh, hell no. Oh, on hell, Bravo. hell no. I'm
2: oh, no. yep. Bravo. Well, not a, not a oh, before
1: it. we get on to uh, the <laughs> next film, I do want to bring up something Karen saw on the this morning that we can all take part in real quick. Oh, it's so fun. Everyone say this. Okay. Doggy style. My cocaine. Go ahead. Michael Caine. Michael, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael oh, you, you just said Mike Michael Caine oh. the way Michael
2: Caine says Michael Caine. Ah, Caine. And Michael now, my cocaine. Michael cocaine
0: Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine.
2: Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Could, I would like to do some blow. Could I have my cocaine? Michael, Michael
0: Kane? <laughs> <laughs> so you end up so saying Michael Caine the way he does. Master bread. You have to stop having
3: so many babies. You've got 18 already.
0: You're going
4: to do that in the car. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. He
0: sounds just... Yeah, like yeah. Both it's of amazing. Those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. At Mark, thank you, at,
2: honey. At, that's at Ross Marquand. I'm sure. All right, our next film <laughs> yes, is uh,
1: Fifty Shades of Grey. As we mentioned, Liam Neeson How is many back. Shades? Fifty. Hmm. As Liam Neeson returns in his follow-up to The Grey. Yes! Paul, Paul, I, I think you're mistaken.
4: <laughs>
1: are you sure? Because I skimmed a few reviews of this film, and the phrase doggy style is mentioned quite often. So I also saw the word leash and collar, and I, I was hoping this was about how Liam Neeson's character from The Grey ended up adopting one of the wolves and domesticating him, and then instead of fighting wild canines for his very survival, he has to fight the prejudices of societies. He tries to convince people that not all wolves are bad until one day the wolf redeems himself by saving a local toddler trapped in a well... It's a whole big A, a local toddler, Paul?
3: No. Uh, this is about the sexual <laughs> escapades of some perverted guy and a college co-ed. Well, I like this better. Oh, okay. Mr. Gray, we'll
5: see you now.
2: Everything's important.
1: Commuters and easily titillated secretaries get ready because the smash hit book that mentioned S-E-X to a wholesome new generation oh, my. is
3: coming. the big screen. (laughs) Released just in time for Valentine's Day, Fifty Shades of Grey will allow many young couples to pretend they're going to a porn theater, complete with avoiding eye eye contact with people going to see the Oscar contenders. (laughs) The film tells the story of Christian Grey. Oh, I get
1: it! Christian is a successful entrepreneur, I can only assume in the field of repackaging romance stories for a generation that grew up with chat roulette, yet somehow still remain Puritans.
3: (laughs) But things get sexy when Christian is interviewed by Anastasia Steele, (gasps) who recently graduated from college with a degree in literature and a name that could only be found in literature. (laughs) As their relationship evolves, Christian introduces
1: Anastasia to the world of domination by paying her 70 cents for every dollar that men make. (laughs)
3: Anastasia is tied up, treated like a slave, and whipped into submission. But aside from the job market and student loans that she's racked with, she also does sex stuff. (laughs) So let me get this straight. A super rich guy gets a college student to do all sorts of kinky shit. Paul, would you please hit the no duh button for me? I don't believe we have one. Well, we should. (laughs) Those behind the
1: film's release claim the movie is maybe about 20% sex, which is why housewives want to see this.
3: They can easily relate to being at home and getting 20% sex. (laughs) (laughs) The film stars Jamie Dornan and Dakota Johnson. So, fans of the book, don't worry about a couple of big-name movie stars ruining the illusion for you. I think anyone who might be disappointed by this film already is when they saw the R rating. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yep, the ticket site Fandango reports that advanced ticket sales for Fifty Shades Mm. have been the highest in the Bible Belt. Uh Oh, there you go. Mm. (laughs) Additionally, there are reports that the Bible Belt has the highest purchase of sex toys, Uh including vibrators. Uh Also, the Bible Belt would make a great movie title about (laughs) religious (laughs) S&M couple in Alabama.
2: Pending. 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 Now the book. Uh, the I think book we sealed was... that one up. Yep.
1: <laughs> the book was noted for its se- sensational depictions of erotic scenes of bondage and S and M, which must be extremely titillating for the average reader looking for something to fill the commute after finishing Twilight Breaking Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> but how will Fifty Shades of Grey adapt into a world with a hundred shades of Sasha Grey? <laughs> Comparatively, kind of Cinemax-y.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: after Dark, very After Dark
2: now. Uh There's a hand up.
3: Karen, Let's you now have questions. the floor. Karen, you now have the floor. I,
2: I, I, I hope you
0: don't make me... I'm just asking this on behalf of myself and Adam's mother. Okay. Who is Sasha Gray?
2: I have no idea. I don't know. What really? is that? Know.
1: I'm not sure. Don't know, I know anything her. about it. She was in a Steven Soderbergh
3: film called The Girlfriend Experience. There we go. She's an actress. Thank
2: you. And she was an entourage. That's it. Just those no, two things. No.
3: Sasha Gray was uh, the girlfriend on Silver Spoons.
2: Oh, that maybe may that too. Yeah, That's Sasha- Aaron Gray. Oh. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> but Aaron Gray should have been a point it sh- star. It I sounded I like Gray.
0: somebody that maybe was on like a reality show having a fit. If you're not sure
3: who it was, <laughs> let me refresh your memory. <laughs>
1: Anyway, that's her.
0: <laughs> all right, I tried Mrs. Witt, but I couldn't get any information for her. I tried.
1: Uh, what can I say?
3: Uh, Karen, it's all yours.
0: Yeah, why oh, don't you want to see this? Oh, um, because uh, it's only rated R. And if this is going to be a sexy time, I want it to go okay, full well, well, sexy time. Okay, then, Sasha
3: Gray, if you go ahead and look, there's a
2: lot of sites. <laughs> I
0: love this shit. That's what I'm saying. Porn <laughs> actors, right? So you don't Here's need, need a plot. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read it and I haven't seen it. So I know as little as we normally know when we're talking out our ass about stuff. But what I have. I have to talking do, out our so ass. What I, I, that's out that's about,
2: she did after that clip,
0: too. Uh, is it's very exciting for people that are very Bible-belty. So I have a feeling it's not going to. Well, everybody
1: be a, who is like repressed 24 hours a day all year long. Yeah, when this comes out, well, they're gonna I'm just going to go yeah, see and t- they've t- been life. waiting. You know what
2: just... Yeah, one of those (laughs) romance books that have the painted covers with Fabio and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like like kind of like just a a modern version of that kind of right. I mean, I don't know. We're gonna have a guest on that's gonna answer all our questions. I know. (laughs) There's there's something harlequin romance about it. Yes, but the.
1: But trailer, a step further, the trailer really doesn't make an attempt to let you know what the plot is,
3: unless the plot is just the sex. No, the plot is uh, he uh, he courts her. She comes in to interview him, right? And then yeah, he just kind of seduces her she, into his little kinky uh-huh. world. Yeah, she yeah? Gets pulled which is really hard guess? to do if yeah, you're a billionaire. That's what I'm if saying. If you're a billionaire, that's how do you pull this <laughs> off? <Here's, laughs> tell you what. Here, here's what I want to see you do. Billionaires have sex. I want to see you live in a one bedroom in Burbank. Yes. And shell out 30 bucks at Black Angus. You'll be lucky, lucky to spank her. (laughs)
0: To get her into a sex dungeon. Yeah. Because she'll call the cops. Yeah. She's not calling the cops on this guy in the suit coming into the sex dungeon. And she's a college co ed. It makes her look kind of lame that she's fallen for this crap. I don't know. As somebody who just likes
1: a lot of of sex, falling for the crap like Monica Lewinsky did. Yeah. Yeah. No, the guys see, in power with money seduce the young women. The That's what room. happens. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing the clever the about room. that. I, I have a feeling I all disagreement be about history. Here's sick. a young girl who was in college I seduced <laughs> by an older man who was powerful and wealthy. And Brian Williams was it's there, intoxicated. <laughs> it's and Brian better. Williams <laughs> was the Secretary of State. Shot the, the whole thing.
0: <laughs> on our rating means that they're not going to be able to do anything too kinky, though. Oh, until um, the
2: DVD version, but then yeah, let's not like these. These these are like stars who are hoping to continue making Maze Runner movies or whatever. I mean, yeah. they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna show their <laughs> vaginas and. I want to see how like,
0: much nudity are we gonna get? I want none. him full frontal. Oh,
1: we'll get tons of nudity.
0: Not from is she him. She gonna be
1: naked? We're not gonna get penetration though. No. I wanna want
0: to see his balls and cock. Am I gonna see that? No, it? you're not gonna no, see it
2: No, and that's why. Oh, you, you could.
0: Michael Fasco Go to the internet and get yourself some pictures of balls and cock. Balls Bro, why and do we cock.
1: only get Harry Harvey Keitel's cock? Right. Thank you. Well you got Jamie Foxx's balls
3: in uh yeah, Michael John
0: We get a lot of cock uh, out there. He's hanging out. Now you know what though? What? I did appreciate that. You did? I, you, I took, you pointed like I pointed out cock and balls. Wait, that takeaway, was your, a second. We when went to go see that
2: movie. That was your takeaway. We all walked out to discuss Quentin Tarantino's most recent movie, this <laughs> good, time so a Western. And all you could talk <laughs> about is Jamie Foxx's junk beautiful. hanging upside down. He was
0: beautiful and upside down, it made it even more beautiful. I just want to see this <laughs> guy's cock and balls. Is that gonna happen, people?
3: Maybe, maybe. Because
0: if that well, happened, all those old women in the Midwest <laughs> would have a heart attack. Are
3: you willing to bet $13 for a matinee to find no,
0: out? No, I'd rather see Colin Firth be smart and charming. I'm dressing a nice suit. That's suits. what I want to
2: hear because we're going to see Kingsman.
3: <laughs> we're going so to Kingsman. Sometimes I going.
0: find it sexier to watch Liam Neeson kick ass.
3: All right. Well, he's not I in this movie, Cameron.
0: guys.
2: He we're, should be. Guys, we're not going to solve this here. <laughs> so, do you guys believe in God or not? What's <laughs> going on? Oh, not enough time. Not enough
0: time. I, I, I do think it's cute that they're going to do a movie for women who don't get out of the house. And That's listen,
1: cool. listen, we need to bring in another another uh, head yes. to the table who's been
0: yes. yelling yes, who
2: from the knows? green room. Anyway, we'll get She's back. She's very here. excited to get into this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> we have just made ourselves seem so stupid, right? Yeah. Now. Well, we have to jump. She's going to clear it we're all up. She's going to come yeah, in and explain it,
1: make it plain, and you know. So we'll go in and there. And then get I'd the- also
2: like to find out what you think about the Kingsman. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and Where's the Kingsman's audiobook? Right. I got it. All right, we'll be back. We'll take a 10 second break. Really, just ten seconds is all it is. And um, we'll have Becca Bateau in here to talk more Fifty Shades of Grey. Stay with us. Today there is no Soothing soothing music, dulcet tones. Losing my boner. (laughs) Oh, sorry. We're back with our extended talk about uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, as the uh, famous, crazy, popular novel is now a major film from Universal Studios, so we can read that book in two hours now, which is nice. Uh, (laughs) But we all know it started as a book, and those who take uh, to the audiobook may have heard the voice of our guest, the official audiobook narrator of Fifty Shades of Grey. Please welcome into the Admirals Club, Becca Bateau, everybody.
3: Can, can a woman have dulcet tones? Absolutely. Let's hear.
5: Um, hi, I'm Becca Bateau. Those are dulcet. <laughs> that's a yes. That's a yes. <laughs> those are
3: tantalizing, that's yes.
1: tantalizing tones. <laughs> that's right. Now, we're going to kick around uh, Fifty Shades of Grey with her, but um, I wanted to throw down real quick this disclaimer that says the views and opinions expressed by Becca are her own, not those of E.L. James, Focus Features, or Universal Studios. And that uh, she's not affiliated with the production at all. So we just had her in because she's okay. the voice of the audiobook. Thought we'd kick I around. do have a uh, question before. Actually, we get you know what? Before though. before we do that, even I want to. Let me just try that again. So the views and opinions expressed by Becca <laughs> Bateau are her own and not those of El James, Focus <laughs> Features, or Universal Studios, and she is not affiliated with the production at all.
3: Try go. the NFL theme yeah, today. Yeah, there do you go.
0: The NFL go. theme. <laughs> That's
3: the views and opinions expressed by Becca are
1: her own, and not those of El James. Focus features are Universal Studios, <laughs> and
2: she's not an affiliate. That's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> well, uh, While we're on the topic, what are El James
3: views? Yeah, <laughs> no, idea. no, but I think also before we get too much further into this, I do have a question. Uh, what is the safe word? Oh, if this. Do we have a safe word you, for uh, the interview?
5: Oh. <laughs> in case, or in are we talking about the ones from the book no, or no. Oklahoma? In case we get
3: into Oklahoma, territory Oklahoma. where we can't. Uh, Oklahoma. Things like we can't uh, discuss, just let me know the safe word.
5: Oh, that's good.
2: James yeah. Vanderbeek. That's the <laughs> safe word. Marry me. James <laughs> Vanderbeek. <laughs> All right,
1: so um, how did you come across this this gig? Because Um, we've talked about how popular it was. You are now all over the country in crazy audiobooks. Years of of
5: America. Yeah, all over the world. Um, That's cool. uh, It was just like any other book that I've gotten. I've done a ton of audiobooks. And I just got a phone call one day, and it was my executive producer at Random House. He calls me up. He says, Hey, Becca, I've got this great project for you. It's a trilogy of books. Uh, I got to warn you, um, most young adult narrators would probably turn something like this down because it's erotica. And I was like, Ugh. he's like, but it's the next Twilight, they're saying. So it's kind of oh, cool. it's going to be a big cool. deal.
3: So how long ago was um, that?
5: That was... That you got this call. Um, I got the phone call. I'm trying to remember the date. So it was back in 2012. It was... Okay. I got the phone call three days before we started recording. And we recorded in four days and... But by the time the first book was released, it had only been like uh, a week and two days or something like wow. that um, uh, from the time that I got the phone call. Wow. Oh, so this was not so. the,
2: the phenomenon yet when you did it. So no, this could have been a completely was, risky, strange well, it thing was, to do. It
5: was the phenomenon while I was still recording book two. Uh,
2: uh, so
5: I was wow. recording the Oh, you did all
1: three all? books? Yeah. And I only found out there were three when I realized... That they are gonna make three movies.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm a movie guy. What do you like want? You do. Yeah. yeah. What are those movies called? The uh, or the uh, books called? It's
5: Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades Darker, and Fifty Shades Freed.
1: Okay. Now, am I the only one? If I, I may be stupid here, but well, you're not the only one. Why is, is it called here? Fifty Shades of Grey?
5: Well, it's Grey Christian Grey. Got that oh. part? And I get it. And he he talks about being Fifty Shades of fucked up. So it's all his different shades of personalities. I ah, guess. okay. I don't know. I, I I'm making that up. I don't Does he make that <laughs> proclamation? You've read it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't Yeah, have any <laughs> no, but he, So he's like
0: I a billionaire guy, <laughs>
5: but
1: he has this dark secret, and perhaps yeah. he has others too, and there's so many he's facets got, of him. So yeah.
0: billionaire guy can't afford proper counseling. No, <laughs> no. So. he has a therapist.
5: Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Not Excellent. a
1: proper one, apparently. No, no. He's,
5: he's very proper. He's British. Oh, well, he has, <laughs> is he played by Colin Firth in the movie?
0: Because that would interest me. He
5: doesn't come in until, I think, book two.
0: Ah, see, that's the yeah. problem. All book one, he's all willy-nilly doing I don't whatever. Know. It
5: it's all runs together in my mind because I did them all at the same time. So,
2: so a recording session, these audiobooks, uh, unabridged, they they run like 20 hours long, Yeah, right? they're
5: each 20 hours. That,
2: I mean, how long does it take to record that?
5: Um. Well, this was... Usually, you're in the studio for two hours for every recorded hour, generally, on an wow. audiobook. This audiobook was... Crazy because we had a really tight deadline, so uh, I was recording 10-hour days every day and then prepping eight hours at night. So I was doing 18-hour days, and I worked 17 days straight.
0: We all know how good that is for your voice.
5: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To
0: not get any sleep, that's fantastic. Well, usually
5: you're recording about six hours, five or six hours a day, audiobooks. So I was doubling what most Mm -hmm. people do. That's crazy. Now, obviously,
2: your real voice is the Anastasia voice. Now, could -hmm. could you do your Christian Grey voice for us? Did did you gruff it up or something? I do,
5: I do. (laughs) He <laughs> really put me on the spot here. Um, I don't know. Give me something to read. You don't have to do it. Um,
2: I hear, I'll read one of my movie like, guys' jokes.
5: Um, he's like, he's like um, come here, baby. Lay on the bed. Oh, yeah? I don't know. Wait a minute. Like here, let me do. You do <laughs> up? I wasn't sure
2: if you did. Cause some,
5: well, you uh, can hear it. I think you have a clip, right? Wait, let me play a clip. Yeah, oh, this okay. is a
1: clip for, of uh, of fi- uh, Fifty Shades of Grey.
3: Christian Grey picked up the long black thing and started working my zone, baby. <laughs> it was bananas. No, literally, it was a bunch of black bananas. <laughs> I have no
2: idea where he got them. It's groovy, baby. Yeah.
1: That, that might have been Austin.
2: Park.
0: Wow, oh, you okay. can really change your voice, Thank like crazy. You. there's a lot of post production on know, that. I'm I, guessing. I, I've
1: been Not
5: working odd. really hard on my character voices. No, but <laughs> that but that was, was
1: awesome. actually lost Thanks. footage from uh, <laughs> other attempts to do this before they. Tired you? I didn't want to <laughs> yeah. offend you that they went to other people yeah. first. There they also Mike went. Myers, to, they, right? Yeah, they went to this guy.
2: The helicopter was built for sex. I observed sexily. You can lie across the seats or recline them.
1: Doctor Phil, not sexy. Right? Not sexy at all. He feel if he tells a sexy story, he feels like he's teaching you, right? Yeah.
4: The helicopter was
3: built. For sex. Trump. I observed
0: sexually.
3: You could lie across. Oh, so these are the, the
2: auditions. These guys didn't get it. <laughs> That's good.
3: You'd with I didn't audition. Spectacular, so. <laughs> fantastic, well, no, they didn't luxury make you, you obviously... seats yeah. I've ever been in. And I have to tell you, I've been in
4: a lot of helicopters. And luxurious seats Now the
1: interesting thing there is Trump uh, went Trump. off script <laughs> You can't oh, yeah. do that, right? No. Yeah, no, you they, have to read yeah, That's yeah, why he so. didn't get the job but The audition <laughs> didn't go well That's why they went with this
5: I can see his feet He's changed his jeans These are older Ripped Soft And overwashed Holy cow These jeans are hot
1: What you need to have When you're <laughs> listening to that Like we have Headphones Oh, yeah
3: Headphones She'll be in your head telling you the story of Christian Grey.
2: No wonder they hired you. Headphones
0: and sweatpants. That's what you need. There's a. There's a... <laughs> Thank you, Karen. <laughs> I understand that kind of dirty humor. Right. I'm right there I with you. It. I missed it. It went
5: over my head. My He's... hands oh. tied, but just looking at his lovely face, Ooh. reading his need and longing for me, I can feel the dampness between my legs. He walks slowly around me. You look mighty fine trussed up like this, Miss Steele, and your smart mouth quiet for now. I like that. Standing in front of me again, he hooks his fingers into my panties and, at a most unhurried pace, peels them down my legs, stripping me agonizingly slowly so that he ends up kneeling in front of me. Not taking his eyes off mine, he scrunches my panties in his hand, holds them up to his nose, and inhales deeply. Paul, we have Holy a guest fuck. Did he just do that?
3: I predict this will be the most viewed and listened to Movie Guys episode ever.
5: I um have never listened to any of that before. Uh, wow. So, woo. I want right? to hire, wanna hire yeah. you to, to uh, read other things.
1: You, you, quieted down, you quieted down this table, and yeah. that's hard to do. <laughs>
2: shuts us up there
1: was a there was pin drop i gotta say that
0: wow <laughs> <laughs> maybe this might be controversial <clears throat> but i think that's only good because becca read it oh because you have a very sexy voice i don't yeah. think what they were saying was very sexy
2: actually i am curious i think you're selling it more than i, I do think too that text would
0: thank actually. you that's what i mean I well oh. sold
1: uh, it's it's meant for your own interpretation. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah. if but you're going to, it's going to be interpreted. Interpreted.
0: Hey, they <laughs> probably used that word for <laughs> you. Uh,
1: then yeah, you want to get someone like Beckett. It does uh, uh, it. Does it? I
0: guess it. I'm saying that same thing that Adam's saying. That some of that, the verbiage and the idea of of I'm wet and he's pulling my panties down. I guess you just can't be that... I don't that. know,
3: Karen. That was pretty hot. That was do hot. it again. I'm wet and blow my <laughs> oh, no. bangs down.
0: I think it's... Karen, I don't know.
3: sorry. You didn't get the...
2: Job. I didn't get
0: the part? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm wet
2: and just blowing my bangs out. Me and Trump
0: will nah, have nah, to I do our own audiobooks. We just do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Do, I, do I, Roseanne, I, Rosanna, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't
0: know. I just don't find it very new, I guess. I don't know.
1: You're down on everything Fifty Shades.
0: I know, and I haven't even seen it yet. Yeah. I don't know.
3: Yeah. Paul, do you have any I more? Like,
0: I'm going to listen
5: to it probably enjoy it more. Bart
0: has
3: requested more. more,
0: more Lift clip, please. your
5: legs, baby. Wrap them around me. I feel so weak, but I do as he asks, and he wraps my legs around his hips and positions himself beneath me. We'll just go on with the interview. With one, one. thrust.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> no. Can you please turn
5: it off, <laughs> <you understood>? What <laughs>
1: other titles have you done?
5: <laughs> at my ear. What other? My arms are resting oh on
2: his
1: shoulders as he runner? thrusts. <laughs> I can't.
5: Um, so,
1: where'd you go to college?
5: Uh, this way. Uh, you guys are mean. He thrusts again and right. again. right. Where'd you go to college? His face at my neck. Well, like, his uh, harsh breathing at university, my throat. I feel the build-up buildup oh, okay, again.
1: So what you're saying, Karen, is that she brought the sexy to the text. Yep. Oh yeah.
5: She's
2: bringing
1: sexy back. Could you yeah. do that with most with anything?
5: I don't. I would hardly claim to be able to do that. <laughs> I think you can. I, I <laughs> let's it. give it a test I here. think right. so. Oh, let's okay. give it a test
1: here. We got a little Dr. <laughs> Seuss's Hop on Pop.
5: Oh boy. Oh all right. boy. That like brings a whole new meaning to that. <laughs> book See, book. you're already. <laughs> she's already all over
0: <laughs> it. A little have sexiness to it.
1: Let's let's hear our right. it goes. Wait 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 a second.
5: Red, red, they call me red. Red bed, I am in bed. I'm telling ya. Red Ned, Ted, and Ed in bed. Hop, pop, we like to hop. We like to hop on top of pop. <laughs> Yay!
0: I'm telling you, there I knew I was, was awesome. on to something. It's, <laughs> it was awesome. The text is yeah, pull my panties down, put your legs around me. But when she says it, it's totally hotter. And now that she's literally here, it's really super hot. But right? I feel it's yeah. getting not
1: <laughs> <laughs> But I feel that wasn't a challenge.
0: Uh-oh. Oh, what? Yeah, what can sexy. you
1: do with an entry from the nineteen eighty four World Book Encyclopedia <laughs> on Senator Alan Cranston?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Entry from the 1984 World Book Encyclopedia on Senator Alan Cranston. A three term member of the United States Senate from California, Cranston campaigned vigorously in 1983 for the 1984 Democratic presidential nomination. Cranston emerged as a serious contender by winning Democratic straw polls in California, Wisconsin, and.
2: Alabama. Yeah, he picks
0: up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was great. That oh, was that really was good.
1: good. It's, oh, so God. it is your performance. Yeah, it yeah. Is. Yes. It is, is your performance <laughs> right. over ha, any text.
2: Have a read the end user agreement from uh, Apple oh, no. uh, iTunes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I do have that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Oh Actually, God. have you ever been like on a bus or something and saw someone had the audiobook or like been out
5: uh, um,
2: never ha- had an opportunity?
5: No, I, I mean I That'd be kinda of funny. Like, been... I'm in their ears, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then you
3: pull the headset up and go that's
5: me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. No, I'm pretty How's shy about <laughs> claiming myself th- yeah. to fame for it. So, but I have had people recognize me on planes and things like that. Oh, that's voice? cool. Yeah. Oh.
1: What kind of uh, publicity push did you have once it went to uh, when it, when it went live?
5: Uh, Oklahoma. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny. Uh, yeah, it's a that's a difficult question because I really wasn't supposed to do any press at all. I met Barbara Walters and. That is
0: friggin crazy yeah cool.
5: pretty cool they showed the clips on the view and, oh. and I've done a lot of press because um, I did end up hiring a publicist but
2: nice.
5: <laughs> Probably why I wasn't invited to the premiere. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: well.
0: I am curious what other books you've read. Can you tell us any other um, books you've yeah, done?
5: Um, mostly I've done a lot of young adult books. I cool. did a Judy Bloom book, her <gasps> 1979 lo- oh. novel, It's Not the End of the World. That's cool. Um, a ton of young adult titles. I, my recent books are Shadows of Fire, which is a, another romance erotica title. It's about... Uh, fi- firefighter Vampires Oh my god It sounds awesome I love, you. I love this young Matter adult Matter time <laughs> the,
2: the young adult books We don't even know about I have to imagine I'm gonna look no, up No that one's
5: erotica That one's not young adult Oh okay oh, okay But like this is um, so funny
2: Like that, that you know for every Because each one of these ones Comes out as a movie And you're like wow, When are they gonna Be done with these But you know there's tons Of them that never Going to be made into a movie yeah. And there. yeah Firefighter Vampires <laughs> I love it Yeah
5: Wonderful uh, Really yeah It's fun And I, another one called Losing Faith Which is a young adult title About a little Undead girl. DJs no <laughs> No, <okay>. I'm
1: just <laughs> guessing those. She, uh,
5: it's about a girl who loses her sister she falls off a cliff and oh. it's about her um, is that sexy? Uh, yeah it's super sexy <laughs> um, it's about her kind of figure trying to figure out what actually happened to her sister so wow. it's cool it's a cool little book and yeah did you, um, read you can find all of them if you look on, if you search my name on Audible all my books will come up there's a lot did you read
2: The Fault in Our Stars?
5: no I did not okay
2: just uh, friend of the show wrote that book.
5: Oh, cool! <laughs> no, I haven't read it yet, but uh, it's on my list. Yeah. yeah.
2: Do you have a? Do you have a? Uh, do you read aloud when you read books? And in that's the what I was
5: going to say. Do you hear your voice? <laughs> I don't. I do not read aloud. <laughs> Unless I have to or I'm getting paid for it. <laughs>
1: What's going on in the uh, acting world for you? Um, That's how Becca and I met uh, yeah, many moons we, ago.
5: We we worked together. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm i kind of all over the place. I've been writing a lot. I created a cartoon. Uh, it's called That Girl Team. It's about uh, these girls, when they're 12 years old, they get struck by a magical bolt of lightning, and it gives them all the powers of the costumes that they're wearing at the time. <laughs> the, the cartoon takes place 20 years later. It's an adult animated comedy, kind of in the vein of Archer, and it's second in the city meets powerpuff girls oh fun um it's more about what these girls have to deal with behind the scenes than it is about them fighting crime or whatever but um it's really fun it's very funny and we're still in the developmental process right now and um actually i'm looking for artists um to to collaborate with on this project so if you're interested if anyone in the viewership is interested in collaborating on a cartoon you
0: know how many creepy guys going to yeah. be like, oh, help you. <laughs> I can go.
5: Well, it'll be my team reviewing it. I'm not getting these emails. Oh, so, okay. Um, uh, team at gmail.com. You can submit uh, uh, friend, a friend
2: of the show that we had on, uh, Jake Green, had uh, made an animated pilot, and he has a really good animation team. Oh,
5: cool. Yeah, yeah well, well hook me up with you. that guy. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's got to uh, be the, the well, most... Well, DreamWorks th- just had that huge layoff. Sorry, won't won't. But, uh, you know, if you're looking for work, <laughs> <laughs> email me. <laughs>
1: yeah, but it's a, it's got to be in the, one of the more ambitious projects to launch into yourself, right, as an animation project. Because you don't draw, right? No, and
5: and, and animation is a totally new world for me. You know, I've produced live action, all kinds of things, and animation I know nothing about. So it's been a really cool learning experience for me. I've been doing a ton of research. It's very expensive, I'm finding out. But but it's fun, and it's been a very organic process. It it all kind of came out of Fifty Shades of Grey, strangely enough, and that's a very long story about how we got to where we are to from there but um yeah so it's been a really cool learning experience now
2: now like are you much of a reader outside of these these books because you were forced to read a a lot of books and uh, so has that become your influences in some ways because you read you technically read a lot aloud
5: (laughs) I read uh I read a lot I I've been pretty bad the past couple years I'd say a little bit after Fifty Shades came out i stopped reading as much as i used to you lost faith in the written um, word yeah, <laughs> a little bit a little bit. no um yeah so but i do read a lot i'm, I'm an avid reader i always have been so uh, yeah. um yeah cool. whenever
0: you do the audiobooks they don't put you on the spot like we did and just hand you something right you have time right. to prepare well generally okay because you did great thank
5: you <laughs> yeah you usually get at least five to seven days prep time okay. on a book minimum and so, how do you prep it? How do you prep um, your reading? my process is when I have time. I didn't have the time for Fifty Shades that I wish I did. But usually, what I do is I'll read the whole manuscript one time, just as an audience member, mm-hmm. and then I'll read it again, and that's when I take all my notes. And I literally put pull up my Excel spreadsheet, and I write down all the characters, <laughs> who they are, how they're related to the f- the main character, if they're you know, if it's a first person book, which most of my books are you know, who they are, what do they do for work? What does the book say about them? And then I also have a column of who do I see as them? Like, I'll have an idea cool. in my mind of every character has a face. So me. you cast them from people that so you know? I, I know and, and People I know and famous people and characters that people have played. Just That's great. I tried yeah. because as an audiobook reader, you know, you walk into the studio and you just start at the beginning and you read. And so you don't have time to, you know hang on, I gotta prep for Mr. Rosa or whatever. Right. You know, you're just jumping back and forth. And so it's it's a really fun challenge as an actor because you get to play everyone. Yeah, that's fascinating. And you fascinating. get to take this amazing ride, you know. Um and so that's that's so my second my second run through is just doing that and then I'll usually read it a third time before I go into the studio and you know, make sure that I know how to pronounce everything and and I'll read out loud the parts that seem like they're gonna be tongue twisters in the studio and just kind of try to get it in my body a little bit, so that by the time I get to the studio, all of my work has been done. Great, you know, and I just start from the beginning, and I end at the end. Who decides that you need so. to
0: retake something? Is it if you don't feel good about it, or you're there, you just go until they tell you to stop? There's
5: generally a director mm-hmm. in the room, an engineer on the other side of you know the studio glass wall, and if I miss a word or if I you know you get it's dyslexic. pronounced sabotage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, because sometimes, like there's, you said, you can miss a word and not lot, even know. And there's a and I am not very good at pronouncing words. I'm from Kentucky, <laughs> and I say mm-hmm. things very strangely sometimes, and I'll get stopped, and they'll be like, you know, that doesn't sound right, or for example, my voice of Jose on this book, on Fifty Shades of Grey, my director director's just like, I'm not really feeling that voice. <laughs> a little too
0: you Chico know. in the man.
5: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. And that's, a lot, uh, that's so. a
0: lot of instinct you have to go with on your own to make these big choices. Because like you yeah. said, you're playing every part. So yeah. you're the actor for
5: every role. It's, a tw- yeah. it's like a that's 20 cool. hour
2: long one, one woman show. Yeah. You know, I'm playing all
5: the I characters. I played everybody. It was <laughs> a 60 hour long one woman <laughs> <laughs> show. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, But I think my biggest job is just trying to tell the story as honestly honestly as I can from the point of view of the author. So, you know, my job is just to tell the story and not judge the material Mm -hmm. and not judge the characters and just try to be present, And you know. Like any actor, live and breathe as best I can as every character love that. That's really, that's I'm, fascinating. I'm
1: slow to the world of uh, audiobooks because i I've listened to a bunch of nonfiction ones and the first fiction one I listened to, I was surprised there weren't like sound effects and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, I <laughs> yeah. thought there'd be they like a score. Yeah. yeah, but then they call them, but they call them something different. I think they call them like. Yeah. Radio uh, shows. Uh, yeah. Wow. Something that. like that. And
0: you also, I sometimes. Because we did one of those. Right, we've Those done the left behind movie. The left behind, where yeah. a bunch of different people playing different characters, so you hear different you, voices. Dramatization, yes, that's, oh, that's what we've yeah. done. A
1: dramatization. Yeah.
2: You can read along in your book. You'll notice time to turn the page when the world ends like this. <laughs> beep,
0: beep. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that what Becca does is so much harder because you do every character, mm-hmm. even the men. That's fascinating.
5: Yeah, it's pretty intense. It's a really fun, really cool experience as an actor, and that's I cool. think that there's you have to be a certain type of person to you know to really enjoy it. Do you have a studio in your house? I do well, sort of ish ah. <laughs> I have I have a space that I set up for auditions and stuff but I don't produce anything from my home because I live very close to a freeway and it's mm-hmm. really loud yep. and we so. got planes. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah no, but that's
0: um, cool. And the fact that you can do your own auditions and stuff, yeah. that's all you need. Uh,
5: every day. Like right now, my studio is set up. I have to take it down and set it up every time I use it. So it's set up at home. I had a bunch of auditions today. So Cool.
1: I want to like, get to your favorite movie, but before okay. I do that real quick, before we brought you in, yeah. we were going on about what this whole movie is about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So c- clear us up about what the and plot is like beyond okay. the sex. Well,
5: you got you got most of it. And the thing is, is when you, know, you say you're angry about it being rated R, I think that that's going to be a, a thing that people are going to be upset about because a great part of this book is about the sex it's their sexual relationship i mean that's what there's other things that bring them together but that's the thing that the book is about you know
0: but i'm guessing um, and i'm guessing i'd get the sex i need if i listened to your version right oh, you would
5: definitely see get the sex so, you need now, to to so i think i want to make myself
0: clearer now i'm With all legs, about baby. that right I'm all about the audiobook. A few audiobooks here And Becca, I want that, and I want that alone with some ice cream. I don't think I want the movie is what I think I'm saying. Because I don't want to take out the hot sex. Yeah.
1: Well, you, you want Becca?
0: I want Becca telling me about her ice cream and this
1: And a quiet night.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think
5: that's good to legs, <laughs> baby. <laughs> oh. yeah.
0: I think it's good to know that the yeah, the, the good stuff is in the audiobook. We're not taking out any of the sex from the audiobook. No,
5: everything's in there. It's unabridged. Not it's, it's word for word the entire book. That's all all three books. All right. And I'd like to just put in there all these people that are like everyone has an opinion about the book, so everyone's mm-hmm. up or down about it. And I love it. I love all of them. The more people that hate me, I love that's, it. That's why it's so um, popular. There's like actual yeah. debate. Most books but just kind of come thing, out. You know. The only thing I would say to some people, because a lot of people are like saying how this is a, an abusive relationship, and a lot of people are banning the movie, I've heard, because of. It's like whatever in the dildo belt. I think. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I I think it's important to know that it is a trilogy. It is a three part story. And if you only read or watch the first Mm. movie, the first book, um, you're not getting the whole story. And and I can see how the it kind of comes off that way a little bit. But if you make your way through the entire series. It all comes full circle. <gasps> and so eventually
0: she gets a strap on, he bends over the desk, and we're Uh-oh. back even.
5: I love how this ends.
0: I, that's what she just said. Isn't that what she that's said? That's where you went? That's, that's what I like, heard. Oh, I thought
2: what? she teamed up with Ewoks and therefore <laughs> defeated
5: Christian Grey
0: and blew up
2: the second version
0: no. of
5: this building. You guys are so close, though, both of you. You're like right there. You're
2: right there.
1: All right, Becca, let's get to uh, what we ask every guest on the show. Okay. Your favorite movie of all time.
5: okay. Well, if that's from what I heard
1: you couldn't narrow
4: it down. I don't
5: I don't I don't do this question well cuz I have 3. Oh, good. And they're right. all in the same and they're all completely different. So, and in no particular order, they are Casablanca, Nice, Avatar, oh, interesting. and Spaceballs. Yay, Spaceballs! <laughs> I think that's a I first like that. for I like Spaceballs. the variety there.
2: That is a
0: first. <laughs> I do like that. Though I do think Avatar and Spaceballs have a little bit in common. They're in space. <laughs> so that's good. They
2: are in space. Right? Mel Brooks is in both of them, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no.
5: um, so oh, I know it's a it's a wide, but that's like that's me in a nutshell. I like you know. That's cool. Spaceballs
1: was so. a, a good for me for timing. You know, I worked at a movie theater when that came out, so that I saw a, it. That was a great lot. year too. Great <laughs> <It was laughs> great
2: year for movies. Eighty seven, my, 87, my 87. favorite year of all time. Dragnet, Beverly Eight- Hills Cop, Full Metal Jacket, Bet- The Bet- Weapon. Space no, Beverly Balls.
1: Hills Cop was eighty four. I mean a two. Two. Two, yep, Inner Space, Racing Arizona, ah. Moonstruck, Broadcast News,
3: Untouchables. Be
0: frightened, you should be frightened, back <laughs> at it. It's the Big easy. it is scary. And Spaceballs,
2: back on top. Yeah, <laughs> this <balls>. is not
3: <laughs> normal. That's not a it's movie not jail right. movie, is it? Spaceballs? No. I have not seen Spaceballs. No, what? Great! W- never seen Spaceballs. See? Really?
5: Oh my so god, movie I jail. wore my Spaceballs t-shirt today, oh, but I wore my bad. Star Wars pants instead. Well,
3: you heard the news about the potential sequel, cool. though.
5: Yes. Mel I've, been, is I've been, well, it's only if Rick Moranis Mar- is on board and <gasps> I. I hope so.
0: But
3: he um, gave up acting, right? No, no,
0: no yeah. he's coming back. Remember, I did his birthday and he's starting to do voiceover work. He is. So he's slowly well, coming back. I've been back.
5: tweeting him this week. Oh, good. And I'm like, Ooh. please, please do this movie. My life will be complete. <laughs> um, that's so. awesome. Just, you know, why respond? don't you
0: record I mean, it in re- your yeah. sexy yeah. voice? Yeah. And then send it you to him. You need
3: to send an audio tweet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> an audio
5: tweet <laughs> needs to happen.
3: Tell Rick Moranis.
5: Please, are you going to play something? <laughs> Tell him, please, Rick Moranis, do space balls, too. Search for more money. There you go. Because yeah, they yeah. Forecasted there's, in the no, original.
1: there's no shortage of... Material right yeah, since eighty yeah. seven has been so many other space movies you could yeah. spoof. The, oh. the prequels came up you got mainly, right? And, yeah. yeah, so and,
5: many, and the you know with the impending Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, it's the perfect time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And you could
2: put Avatar. They like, parodies of all that
5: stuff. <laughs> I know this really good actress, Becca Bateau, who would be great in it I think she would. Be hearing, doing good things. Things. I'm I'm hearing, hearing good things I'm hearing good things I'm hearing good things she who, can play like 74 play? different characters exactly. <laughs> we've heard as we've heard boy that must be such a
0: bummer when you only play one person in a show
5: you're like I could do all of your national, parts if, get a national yeah, commercial I, I go to a table yeah. read and I'm like fuck all you guys I could do all of your parts you're
0: like I could <laughs> nail it I'd read it like this if I were you I'd read it like I'm this like, mm, yeah.
5: that's just not right
1: and Casablanca Timeless right the movie you could watch today seems like outside of the black and white it could have been made last year yeah that that is film. an
2: amazing one amazing rewatch anybody in the audience who hasn't watched that in a while or sort of thinks of that as like an old movie or whatever I, mean, I watched it like two years ago and you're like oh, this mo- the movie is so tight mm-hmm. and the stories are told so so well and those characters are so timeless
0: yeah. oh, I, keep hitting I, I have to put that on my list yeah we
1: tried to see that one year oh Karen hasn't seen it
0: oh my god. and
1: I, I we, we scheduled mind. it we bought the tickets and we couldn't and we go because I booked something yeah. and then you know we mm. couldn't go but we're I gonna go in the theater back, for right. the big anniversary they just had 70 years I think um but that's also, you know, it doesn't hurt that the movie takes place kind of in the World War II era because all movies that take place in the World War II era now kind of don't age. You know, they don't mm. seem like cheesy, you know, whatever. They, they
0: Like Spaceballs, that doesn't yeah, age. it's not cheesy <laughs> right. at It's not cheesy, at all. cheesy and it doesn't yeah. age. And neither does Avatar. Yeah. All of her movies have that in common. Well, you the know, Avatar... Oh, go
5: ahead. Go, no, I was just going to say, I think the, the reason that Avatar is on the top of my list list as well is because that's one of the only movies I've ever been to that I went and I saw and when I left the theater I was like beyond moved like Mm, I I left the theater and I felt connected to something bigger you know what I mean I know it's so cheesy but like I felt I, I just felt really good and positive and I don't know. It was the first movie that's ever really done that to me where I was just very moved and very, I felt I felt that movie when I left.
2: It's a very fully realized world. Yeah. It's pretty rare for movies to be yeah. that fully. Hey, f- I was also have you seen it on a small screen? screen?
5: Uh yeah. I, I, own, I own it. It's not it's not It the doesn't same. work as well, does it's it? It's not the same on the small no. screen. Not. I x 3D. I'm x 3D. Ooh. I also oh saw it that's how I saw it. So, but you know, I own it and I've watched it and I, of course, I have, like, a huge projector screen at my house also. So <laughs> I would like to have a 3-D
1: festival. They don't have 3-D movie festivals anymore, but now that 3-D is in its second you coming should. or whatever, you could do a whole festival of a Weekend of Movies so you can get them see them in 3-D in the big screen again. Yeah. The well, ones that should be.
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh, pretty soon we'll be having, I mean, like, my parents just bought a 3-D TV. You know, the next TV I buy will probably be a 3-D. You know, so there's the inevitable march that, like, all these movies, and they're on... I don't know in the 3D versions but someday like I'll get to see we'll get to see all these movies again in 3D which just, the the TVs are better than and well except for like IMAX but the TVs are so great because there's something about the projection of a 3D movie still that there takes a little something away but the TV it's just perfectly crystal clear and it's just the 3D is just incredible. I haven't yet to experience it.
5: I haven't either. Yeah. No, I just no, saw no,
2: House no. of Wax 3D I bought my mom for uh, Christmas. Oh. <coughs> Vincent Price. Why? We went Wait. to see that at the, it's
5: the,
1: at the silent movie with theater with my mom. We saw it at the silent movie theater in 3D. In 3D, yeah.
0: Yeah, my mom came out. My mom and your mom would have loved to hang out. Uh, my mom came out to visit, and we were telling her, what, what do you want to do? And she saw that that was playing, and she said that she had seen it originally when it came out. Ah. She wanted to see it again, and we took her to the silent movie theater. It was
2: awesome. The, now, now oh. here, here's the thing we're showing showing it to my mom. She was always a fan as a kid. It was shown on TV, and it's Vincent Price and it's this cool gothic sort of thing. They had a black and white TV. She'd never seen it in color. Hmm. Not to mention funny. 3D. Right. Not to mention this high definition 3D, and it's an insanely awesome, cool. depthy 3D movie. There, I mean, there's just like the, the gothic stuff on that is. Uh, I forgot it was in color first of all. You ever hear the stories <laughs> about the people
1: That's who cool. never saw? <clears throat> The Wizard of Oz outside yeah, of a yeah. black and white television. Yeah, yeah. The so they mom, didn't know. That was my mom, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> didn't
2: know that they <laughs> and were. And I bought her the Blu ray 3D. They converted that to 3D. Oh, wow. I bought her a Blu ray oh, cool. 3D, and she hadn't seen it outside of like a VHS tape years ago. So that's a brand new movie. Mm-hmm. If you're watching it in color, high def 3D, it's just it's like the first time you ever saw it. You
1: know? well, let's go from the greatest right. movies of all time to.
2: What did you see
4: this week?
1: First of all, I will say quickly, uh, it's not a movie, but the better call, Saul, does not disappoint. Oh, I haven't seen it. It is quite satisfying. So good. I'm so excited. I don't want to go too long on TV on the Movie Guys show, but (laughs) check it out.
0: Oh, it was fantastic. And Walking Dead is back, which is fantastic. Mm.
1: Yeah, quite an artsy premiere for The Walking Dead. Greg Nicotero directed it. The big makeup guy who's directed a bunch NBA, of episodes, yeah. but for some reason this one just has this Malik feel to it. It's crazy, but anyway, those yeah, were so both good. that's what I, I saw. Like that. Anybody else? But I needed to see those to wash Seventh Son out of my ah, mind. Okay, so Paul, because I went to see so, that.
2: So a tale of two movie guys. This yes. is what happens over text. Okay, I'm committed. Very committed. Weeks ago, once I saw the new Beverly Calendar, they were having a Sergio Salima double feature, okay? Well, Sergio Salima is an Italian director. He's known for a couple spaghetti westerns, and I'm always interested in spaghetti westerns that are not directed by Sergio Leone, who's the most famous one, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, Fistful of Dollars, few dollars more, Once Upon a Time in the West, if you haven't I've seen, seen that. it. I've see mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, which uh, stars uh, Charles Bronson as well, who was in The Family, the second of the double feature. So it was Face to Face, which had a couple... Semi-famous uh, uh, spaghetti western stars, but I, I'm forgetting their names, and uh, and then the family, which is an Italian crime or Polizietti, I think is what those films are yeah, called. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and uh, that has Charles Bronson, Telly Savalas, and Jill Ireland. So here's the text conversation. Paul says, "How much of a movie guy are you this this night? A couple hours <laughs> before I'm set to go see my my my." The New Beverly, the greatest place on earth, and I said, "I said, well, <laughs> I'm going to go see a Sergio Salima double feature. Does that count?" And Paul's like, "You may have aced me on that one. <laughs> Any interest in seeing Seventh Son?" <laughs> oh, Paul.
1: So well, we uh, I, it, it was
0: free,
2: so
1: oh, I yeah, went. No, it,
0: you had that right. Yeah, yeah,
1: but
2: it's charmless. It's it's
1: everything you think would be great about it is just sucked of charm and humor. And, we didn't
0: uh, think anything would be great about it.
1: Yeah, but you <laughs> could look at it and think it would be. You could look at something like that and. Think of that, but great, like a good Lord of the Rings movie or something, oh. but then it's not that.
2: And the experience of going to see it, and both of us having a laugh afterwards, making probably making fun of it, because it just didn't look that good, or 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 the fact that Jeff Bridges couldn't He's talking in this weird way for yeah. his last like five movies. Yeah. I thought, oh, that would be fun to go see that with Paul, and could not Uh, I was going to try and go see it with you and then still make the family. I'm glad I didn't because I I did end up making it to to see the Western face to face is a great West is a great Western. What happens is there's there's a guy, your typical like, you know, guy getting away run on the run for for the law. They got him in handcuffs and he takes this uh, this um, professor guy, a very uh, literate guy hostage, takes him into a stagecoach out in the middle of nowhere and through the course of the movie the the uh, very scholarly guy becomes the villain as the other guy makes the arc to being you know it's sort of the honor of thieves so the guy that was the villain at the beginning he's sort of as the honor of a thief but meanwhile the, the guy who's like the total uptight scholar guy he starts gathering a gang and he starts like beating up people <laughs> and he just turns the other way and that guy has to well I won't blow the All right, ending alright Paul so what <laughs> <laughs> he has to kill him
0: wait a minute now I'm just curious because yeah. that sounds fascinating uh-huh. what was yours about?
1: oh this guy is a, he's a <laughs> he's an old sort of warrior right and he realizes he's got this young, uh-huh. he's got to get the seventh son okay all right of really? the seventh son seriously cuz he's got a lineage as an ar- army Are warrior there dragons? Uh, oh. yeah yeah I- Julianne Moore plays one.
2: Is it more croll or more Sword and Sorcerer? Is I it I love the Sword and Sorcerer. <laughs> when you asked
1: me that, I said, man, Sword and the Sorcerer is such a great movie. The Seventh Son is does not having nearly as much fun as Sword and Sorcerer. Yes. Uh,
2: we're going to do a uh, Sword and Sorcery night some night. We're oh, going to yeah. watch a bunch of Sword and
1: Sorcerer. I haven't seen that specifically. Yeah. The Sword and the Sorcerer with yes. Lee Horsley and Richard Maul. Uh-huh. I need to see that again. Okay. Very we're also
0: going to watch Hawk
2: the Slayer.
1: Any okay. uh, exploding wood, Paul? <laughs> Oh yes. Yeah, good exploding yeah, wood. Yeah, because oh, they, they you die. know they're all riding these coaches and the best exploding, exploding
0: wood yeah. is when Becca reads <laughs> yes. fifty shades of gray. And let me let lift me. your legs,
2: baby. <laughs> oh my <God>. That's exploding <laughs> wood. That's a great drop.
4: <laughs> and,
2: and let me tell you all about the family. Charles Bronson, Telly Savalas, Jill Ireland. Boom. Enough said. <laughs> Becca?
5: Uh, movies I saw this week uh, I went to see um, a friend of mine did a screening of his short films uh, mm-hmm. and they were all really good one of them was called Deadlines uh, another one was called Heartstrings and the other one was Cops and robbers, or something like that.
2: Were they sh- too short? Just short enough?
5: They were perfect. <laughs> they were really funny.
2: <laughs> How were they lengthwise? That's what we want to know. <laughs>
5: they were just the right size. <laughs> the perfect, perfect. <laughs> um, no, they were. They were. Could really you repeat? They fun. were
3: just the right size again. <laughs> <laughs> in that voice.
5: <laughs> Uh no they were they were very funny and uh you can check them out. Who's and, your filmmaker? Give him a shout uh, out. Uh mark yeah. uh markovision.com and it's m a r c - o vision.com. Oh, cool. Uh you can check them out. And their comedies? Um, and their comedies cool. little well As you could guess, we like to laugh around, around here. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're 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 kind of dark. Comedies. I, I
0: have not seen those. I don't know anything about them. But I can almost be a hundred percent sure they are better than the movie Paul saw. That's yeah. true.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no exploding wood in those,
2: though.
5: Yeah. Well, <laughs> that well, we know of. No
2: exploding funny bones.
5: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Anybody else? I did yeah. nothing else? I saw <laughs> a lot <a>, of <a> TV.
5: <laughs> I got really into The Blacklist this past week. I started watching <sighs> on Netflix. Have you seen it? No, is it really good? It's so good. People I watched are the so entire season in like show. a week. Yeah. Yeah. All right, good to know. Yeah, it seems like networks are finally getting
1: a, making a little uh, yeah. Move to make some good stuff, but then they don't get any, they didn't get any Golden Globe uh, nominations. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know?
2: But you know, you say, well, like, whenever we talk about TV, we're like, well, I and mean, we're not the TV guys, but they're making movies on they TV. Are. Yeah. they are. Yeah. Absolutely. Breaking Bad yeah. is a movie. House, you know? are <laughs> right.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. House of Cards. True Detective. That, all of the leads are yeah, our movie that. stars anyway. Yeah. Absolutely
2: great. Yeah. Well, that's right. I, I just had the thought. I just saw a poster. There's a new TV show coming out with uh, Juliet Lewis and uh ryan felipe. Yeah. ryan felipe now is that two movie stars that are doing tv show yeah, or yeah. should they kind of be on a tv show because that's the level of stars that it's like totally here's, okay to go do a tv here's, show now. here's
5: my that's argument amazing. because this is this is a thing that was like in the past where everybody's like oh yeah if you're a superstar you can't do tv right right i think for my money there's a lot better tv shows coming out lately than there are no films shit. yeah, yeah. And like as an actor i would way rather be on a not only do you have job security for the most part yeah. if you get on a network show I mean it could get canceled anytime but like you're talking about working for nine months as opposed to working for 30 days you yeah know?
0: and I heard that one of the arguments that people said especially women is that they're able to pick up their kids from school they have a set schedule they're in town they can actually live in the town that they're yeah. filming
5: so it becomes like you said a job where you can actually plan because yeah. you know where you're going to be working and, and I, how long I get that people get bored because you know they want to play different characters but it also gives you a lot of leeway to if have they a character that like really has a great arc if they want to play different characters seasons, they
0: can start reading these books the no, I heard <laughs> that
5: kevin, is badass <laughs> i heard kevin
1: spacey say that very reason he's really? like that's this is such great writing and such film how such can good. i say no to house of cards yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's a film. Off.
5: it is it's like a very long film
3: i remember tom berenger telling me he wanted a um a series like martin sheen so back in like 2002, 2003, I was working with Tom and he's like, God, I got one of these fucking series, man. Martin figured it out. Yeah, Weston, yeah, you're I home, you're in at nine, you're yeah. out at five, you're not yeah. traveling all over the place. Yeah, I mean, that was the thinking even way back then. And yeah, so then Emmys, Emmys, Emmys. I yeah.
5: Think, yeah. I mean, I, for my money, I used to, you know, right. when I came out here starry-eyed, I'm like, I want to be a movie star. But, you know, now I'm like, I want to be a fucking TV show star. <laughs> and speaking
3: of like getting <laughs> bored, that's why I say Dennis Franz is the smartest man in entertainment because yeah. he said oh you want me to play a cop i'll play that until my bank is just overflowing with yeah. money and i'll do that again and again yeah. and again and, again and, and, again.
0: Again. and again. who doesn't want to show up and know you're going to be great yeah. at something god i mean you show up on the set and you're like yeah i got this yeah. that sounds fabulous yeah. Yeah. perfect <laughs> oh and one more quick point before we get
1: on to uh, karen's birthdays uh the boy next door i gave it a bad review because i saw that too um I'm seeing everything
2: Universal's throwing at me Paul, for free.
4: Paul I,
1: Paul, I
2: will let you know the new Beverly schedule every night. You're probably missing something brilliant right Seven now. Seven bucks,
1: uh, Boy Next Door was free.
2: Two but movies. you have to hear about the greatest Two part. little
4: movies! There was a little,
1: uh, there was a little uh, uh, video that's been going around pointing out something that is major that I can't believe I didn't bring up because when I saw it, I went, yeah, what the hell is that about? <laughs> oh, yes. She's a literary teacher, uh, Jennifer Lopez, and the Boy Next Door enrolls himself in her class Right? And so, because they have a tryst, as you know. And so he's tracking her and he's kind of stalking her. And at one point, he approaches her just as a friend, as the boy next door, you know, whatever, and gives her a copy of the Iliad, her favorite book, and she looks at it, and she goes, oh, First edition? He's like, hey, you know, uh, money doesn't matter, or something like that. Uh, the Iliad was written 3,000 uh, years ago. <laughs> first
0: edition? Yeah, it's written in script and it's chiseled into rock. And when you what?
1: look at it, it looks like, you know, a regular book. Oh, yeah. is this Bible signed by the author? Oh, <laughs> that's so, so, lest you thought that movie wasn't dopey shit. Oh my god!
0: How did so that dopey. get past... Everybody. Everybody. It's Everybody. just like every time I
1: see a bad movie, I watch the credits. And nowadays I'm watching them going,
0: "How? where were you?
1: <laughs> the Seventh Son, what? Oh, Seventh Son. Michael Kahn edits that movie. Uh, Marco Beltrami does the music. Big names behind this movie in the tech world. Yeah, yeah. Looking at I'm me. like, what? Uh, yeah. Legendary <laughs> produced it? Yeah, but who, uh, there was another big name somewhere in the... Uh, making of it. It's like, oh, guys, along the way, somebody say something. But
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's an artistic choice. This is a factual thing. Yeah, no, the that's... Iliad it is that nobody, nobody, caught nobody caught the whole time. Through all the rewrites, Homer, all uh, the producing. Really?
2: Yeah. Nobody caught that.
0: Yeah, like, I can forgive, oh, we On didn't... On the set. The yeah. <laughs> 30 people is that scene. There was somebody <laughs> who had to go out and buy that book so that she would have a prop. prop yeah. And that and person didn't go. And they open it and write Homer so it looked
2: like it was actually signed by Homer. Oh <laughs> my God,
0: that's amazing.
2: And by the way, one of these weeks, I will get around to uh, reviewing John Wick, but if anybody is thinking they should see that and say they like movies where people would just kick ass and kick ass and yeah. kick ass, see John Wick. I can't Wick. wait to see that. That. Keanu a, Reeves, Does John he kick ass Bart-
3: from the beginning all the way to the end? From the very like Jack Reacher start,
2: style. from the very, I'm sorry, a Jack Reacher man. You are going to love it. Oh yeah, oh, I can't God. wait to see that. That's Bart's. kind Because Jack
3: Reacher takes about five minutes before he starts kicking ass, and that's a little disappointing. Yeah. A
0: little
2: no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm yawning.
3: I'm like, let's go, let's get.
2: He, come on. He kills twelve men with his bare hands before the tick of minute ten. Nice. <laughs> um, and this
0: is all to avenge a doggy, right?
2: Yep. The last right, thing from his wife that he that was left to him. Yeah.
0: I these, love it.
1: These guys know what they're doing to, to get Karen to see their (laughs) action movie. (laughs)
2: All
0: right,
1: speaking of Karen, let's celebrate uh, Uh the birthdays of those who make the movies by wrapping up the show with a bang. Karen's birthday.
0: Let's start off our week of birthdays by wishing a very happy birthday to Laura Dern.
3: Happy birthday, Laura Dern. There you
0: go. Who turns 48 but can play anywhere from a woman wild at heart to a woman in the heart of the wild. She is currently Uh, mm. Oscar-nominated for Best Performance by an actress in a supporting role for the movie Wild. Do Uh, you
1: surprise well, nomination there. at heart I thought that was going to Jessica Chastain and she's snuck no, like in yeah. one that uh, that's a really nomination. charming
0: part though the Is mom the character there's
4: people in
0: Wild? yeah yes there's yeah. other people in Wild. Well, flashbacks yeah uh, do you know we know one of her parents just recently got a lot of attention but do you know both of her parents were famous do you guys know who they were I do who Bruce they Dern. are
4: Bruce
1: Brewster
0: and Debbie s- Reynolds no, Di- <laughs>
1: Diane Ladd.
0: Diane Ladd. <laughs> who played her mom in Wild at Heart. Oh, you know Heart. what? I yes. think I may have known that. Isn't that amazing? I guess I forgot, but I thought that was kind of fascinating. Laura played daughter to real life mother, Diane Ladd, in four movies. Can you name these movies? No.
1: Well, I just said Wild at Heart. Yes. Oh wait, world Rambling world. Rose.
0: Uh, No. What? No, in the name one of, the of your favorites. I
1: thought Rambling
3: Rose. Cool World.
0: <laughs> no, one that she was in. Jurassic
3: Park. Uh, I thought you were I, I, said, I said movie. no. You Can uh, you <laughs> name these? I said no. no. no, I, no that's no. not an answer? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for trying, Bart. a good point. Citizen Ruth. <laughs> that's our show. No. You can have oh, Citizen, Citizen Ruth. Ruth. Yeah, I love ah. that movie. White Lightning and Which something called Daddy of of and Them. I don't I know Daddy ago. and Ooh. Them. That was 2001.
3: Have uh, Have Becca read Daddy and Them.
0: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> all right. And let's see. She and her mother, Dan La Okay, this is just fun. She and her mother, Diane Ladd, starred in two dinosaur-themed movies in 1993. Can you name them? Carnosaur. Yes!
2: And, and <laughs>
1: Jurassic Park. And
0: Jurassic Park.
1: <laughs> Carnosaur was the first. It had to be like one of Who the first.
0: Who knows their shit? Yeah!
1: <laughs> Outside of Mac and Me, that's got to be one of the first jump on a blockbuster and oh, shit out the, uh, and it's the, Roger daughter, the cheapo version. Roger, of you do the ahead. mother
0: and the daughter. It's almost like that's she crazy. called her mom and said, you know, you might want to get yourself a dinosaur movie. Yeah. That's crazy!
2: <laughs> wow.
0: Next up, let's switch a very happy birthday to the great Vince Gilliam. And how do you say that, Gillian?
2: Gilligan Gilligan. Vince Gilligan. Is From it Breaking Gilligan? Bad. Yeah. yeah. Do you get to womp him didn't... with your hat? Saw him in the hallway. a <laughs> little buddy. I
0: didn't. W- I know. I didn't want to say Gilligan because it just seemed too dorky. It can't right? be Gilligan, can it? it? Can't be Gilligan. But
1: Terry Gilliam.
0: Right. Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan, there you go. who turns 48 but can play anywhere from a writer of alien Gilligan stories little buddy, either little buddy. <laughs> in The X Files to a writer of some illegal alien stories in Breaking Bad. Vince has said if you look closely at Breaking Bad and any given episode of The X Files, you realize the structure is exactly the same. Oh, wow. uh, Love to some X Files, you guys. time for an X
2: File
3: rewatch, I oh, think.
0: I think so, especially yeah. now that I'm getting. I drifted
3: it. in and out of that, but I had a friend who Good. lived across the street from the twins. Oh. Those two hefty uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. twins. That's yeah. kind
0: of
4: cool.
1: The uh, they, Their monster chasing episodes, I thought, were always better than the, the big arc mm. they yeah. had going yeah. with his sister and the smoking guy. Mm. It kind of got fuzzy. But you just find one where, like, hey, this suburb is so repressed, they've pushed yeah. all their trash down underneath the uh, underneath the ground. And <laughs> it formed a monster. The trash it monster. wreaks havoc There is on this them. one that
0: just... For some reason, it just stayed with me. For some reason, the wife was having this problem with ear pressure, and they had to keep going west because if they stopped going west, she'd bl- her brain oh, wow. would blow up, her head that's would blow cool. up. So like, they're going west, and he loves his wife, and he's trying to do everything he can to save her. And they get to the pier in Santa Monica, I think.
1: Yeah, they can't go and any you further.
0: You can't go any further <laughs> west. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> it's it, yeah. sad. And then and you great. just kind of see it out the window, like the her head image. explodes. <gasps> It's pretty intense. It's, Explosion
3: head? It's, wow. It's so
0: sad because they know it's going to happen, and he tried. Ah, anyway, we all know Vince from Creating Breaking Bad and currently Better Call Saul, but did you know what movies he has written?
1: I do. Ooh. Final Destination.
0: And? Ooh.
1: That's all I got. Tarnosaur 2.
0: Uh, no, he believe it or not, he did, wrote something called Wilder Napalm with Deborah Winger oh, yeah. and Dennis Quaid. Oh, I, you yeah. love Deborah, Deborah Winger. Winger, I, I thought you know that. You love Deborah, you love Winger. Deborah Winger, and he wrote. He hey.
1: always has Deborah Winger at home. <laughs>
0: He always has two cups of Deborah Winger at home. Um, Paul will have Deborah Winger. <laughs> and Hancock with Will Smith. He, oh, wrote, he that? wrote that? He wrote oh. that. And something called Home Fries with Drew Barrymore. What? We own that. that. You got that the, I got th-
1: in the bad movie collection. Okay, We have Big to Lots. watch
0: it because it actually was based on a play that he wrote when he was at Tisch School of the Arts. It was his very first play that he wrote and then they made it into a movie and it was Home Fries starring uh, Luke Wilson of all oh, people.
2: No. Yeah.
0: And Drew lastly, Barrymore. let's wish a very happy birthday to Joe Pesci who turns yeah. 72 but can hey, play Joe spin. Pesci little buddy. <laughs> little buddy he can play anywhere from short stature I'm going to him with my hat <laughs> to short tempered we all know Joe Pesci is a big star from Goodfellas and Home Alone but you, did nice. you know how he got his big break?
3: Uh, uh, yeah um, right. oh, no. uh, child Raging singer ball? right? No, that's I thought it was uh, Raging
0: Bull. <laughs> Director Martin Scorsese and actor Robert De Niro tracked down Pesci after yeah. seeing him in The Death Collector, a 1976 movie, because they felt he was perfect for the role of Joey Lamata.
3: La Lamata, Jake Lamata's brother.
0: All right, in Raging Bull. And Raging Bull. Before they persuaded him to take the role, Pesci had been on the verge of giving up his faltering acting career, and that's what brought him back.
3: You got car- Carnosaur, I got Raging Bull, buddy.
0: <laughs> and that's not the only big break he got. <gasps> but then he took 20 years off, right? Before you... <laughs> <laughs> Robert De Niro accidentally broke his rib in a sparring scene in Raging Bull. The shot appears in the film. De Niro hits Pesci on the side. Pesci groans. And then they quickly cut away to another angle.
1: Oh. Which is what Thelma Schumacher did all the time anyway, right? That's why yeah. it's one of the best edited films of all time.
0: <laughs> well, because they are always actually, cutting away to something. You're always cutting away to something else. So if you break someone's rib, you can just cut away. And Lee, you know how much I love when celebrities sing.
3: It's true. People say, Can you tell me two interesting things about Karen? What and I they? say, Well, number one, she gets a lot of sex. <laughs> <laughs> and two, she loves when celebrities sing.
0: I do love when celebrities sing. So I thought that we would listen to something very special. This is our friend Joe Pesci singing a little as his character Vincent Laguardia Gambini. Oh, singing! He released his whole album. Yo, right? co- yeah, whole albums of this guy. And I could have had you do the Christmas song, but I chose Yo, Cousin Vinny. Oh, nice! And this was really big overseas, believe it or not.
1: And recorded in Italian. Italian and he also well. recorded it in Italian. The Italian version, but.
0: I could just see him dancing around to this.
3: Or at least it's Toupee.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Every time I get the urge to visit my hometown, <laughs> sure that all my cousins will try to track me down. My heart says go, my head says no. It's best to stay away. He's such a good singer. But if I appear, I'm sure
3: to hear all those jerk offs say. Hey, cousin Billy, your
1: cousin Billy. <laughs> I would have thought this was. Uh, What's Jim Brewer <laughs> Jim Brewer <laughs> Totally right <laughs> yeah. How old is he?
0: He is 72 Wow Good right. for him right
1: yeah. He's the best
5: Yeah 70s, he's awesome. 72 is the new 62 Yeah That's right <laughs> Tell, seven,
2: tell Harrison Ford he's, he's old. You know, it'd be a fun, just torturous weekend to set up. Yes. To, to, to try and be a Joe Pesci completist because in between every fo- every f- movie you know, every Lethal Weapon two and Raging Bull, you got to watch the Super the, and the Eight Heads in
1: a <laughs> tuffle Bag, and yeah. Yeah, you, you got to watch. You know, you enjoy JFK, but you got to watch uh, Gone
2: Fishing, Home Alone two. <laughs> you know, this that reminds me. I just read there is a podcast. A great it,
4: movie. It,
2: it, there's a podcast <laughs> and it has the greatest title ever. And in the podcast, these people watch uh what's the grown ups too I know this
3: every day Oh yeah I've heard this yeah
2: And the po- name of the podcast is The Worst Idea Ever <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet but it's a, No I've
1: heard about it and it's yeah. definitely true I don't want to so hear fun. about that And
2: they're up to like episode 50 something like they've been watching Grown Ups <laughs> 2 <laughs>
1: they picked up my slack
2: Oh uh,
1: all right, well, that wraps another the Movie Showcast, everybody. Follow us on Twitter at TheMovieGuys, Facebook.com, slash TheMovieGuys, iTunes, Vimeo, YouTube, Funny or Die SoundCloud, all, Instagram, all that shit. Thanks to Becca Bateau for Yay! coming on. Hey, Becca Bateau. <laughs> Stories about uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, which you can find out there. Uh, it's still, right? Anywhere. Go to Audible and get your Fifty Shades of yep. Grey yep. out book,
5: right? Yep. Get hey, we can get a sponsor out of this. There Audible, iTunes, everywhere. All right. And I would like to say,
0: if you'd like sex... Def- definitely listen to her version. Don't bother with the movie. If you like sex, you boy,
1: might. you're really
3: <laughs> narrowing the crowd <laughs> there. If you
0: like sex, go for hey, do you for like Becca's making version. money?
3: <laughs> do you like making money and having fun? If not, this product's not for you.
5: Sarah uh, hate salesman? money and fun. <laughs>
3: yeah.
5: Is there a
1: social media people should be following you? At? Uh,
5: yeah, you can catch me on Twitter, at Becca Bateau, same in Instagram, and uh, I got a Facebook fan page, <laughs> Becca Bateau.
1: B-A-T-T-O-E. Yep, two T's. Wondering. know an and uh thanks to Steve Schultz for his writing contributions to Hello. the show every week. We'll be back next week. Uh, oh of course go to the movieguys.net and you'll find everything about us and more movies next week. We'll see you then.
2: And, that, and thanks Nine Num for hanging out with us. <laughs> What'll without, without that
4: go <laughs> back?
2: Yeah. <laughs> we hit the post. Rickham, yeah. Rickham,
4: Rickham. I had That's no idea that was coming. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Moving, guys.